0: Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Kimberley. Song is on my on SAFM. This year, International Literacy Day will be celebrated across the world under the theme of literacy in a digital world. Of course, for over 40 years now, now, UNESCO has been celebrating International Literacy Day by reminding the international community that literacy is a basic human right and foundational for all learning. Literacy is a cause for celebration since there are now close to 4 billion literate people in the world. However, literacy for all, including children, youth and adults, is still an unaccomplished goal and an ever-moving target. This evening, we're in conversation with award-winning mountaineer, entrepreneur, motivational speaker and libraries ambassador, Misery Kumalo. Today, she announced her intention to host a a mass cyclothon on the 26th of October 2020 to raise one million rand in funding for digital literacy. This would not be for the first time that Saray Kumalo goes to such extremes to raise awareness and funds for literacy. In 2012, you might remember, she summited Mount Kilimanjaro and raised funds to build a home taking care of some 200 street kids equipped with not just a gym but a library. Ms. Kumalo, good evening. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Good evening. Thank you for having me. Good evening. Saray.
2: I must say that oh, I'm evening. overwhelmed to have you as my guest this evening. And I'm so okay. impressed by all, all of the achievements that you've had over the last few years. I'm particularly interested because it's literacy day. And I want to ask you to tell me, how come you develop this interest in literacy? Is it something from your childhood
1: or what sparked it? Yeah, thank you, Mama T. I I think growing up as uh, one of seven girls with a single mother, the only thing that she had to give us was, uh, was education. And uh, she continuously, every day, told us that we needed to be anything. In fact, her exact words were, the sky is the limit, but you get there through education. And I strongly believe that it it is the equalizer and it's the one way that we can change the narrative for the next generation of Africans. Um, You know, it's not just about giving them fish, it's really teaching them to fish. Uh, And I believe that uh, literacy is the key. You know, it's, it's so interesting to me because
2: when I think of the absolute absence of books I travel a lot with my work, and I, I've been into many different rural areas. And you know, you just don't see a book. So
1: yeah.
2: it must be so difficult. And maybe you can tell me about what? How can we? What can we do about that? I remember when you when you summited Kilimanjaro, and just feeling so enormously proud that that you were a South African young black woman who'd done that. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you how do you translate that into Books and literature that children can actually
1: access in our country I think it's, it we can there's a lot of things that we can do, for example I've got kids that are no longer using books that they were using in primary. Can I not find um, some kids that actually desperately need uh, need the books and mm. and donate them and there are many charities around the country that are collecting these books and putting them into the hands of children that need them. Um and I also, for me it's i 'm going to climb the mountain anyway if I can use it to raise awareness and to to raise funds and actually make a difference um that's something that i've chosen and i'm passionate about, and I think it's possible there are people running the comrades every day you're going to run anyway, can you create awareness towards something that you're passionate about that's going to leave our world better than we found it. And and that could be anything. For me, it's education. I have been mm. a Mandela Libraries ambassador for, for quite a long time, but now I'm working with um, iSchool Africa because everything is now digital. So it's yes. trying to get children um, the necessary tools digitally that will help them with uh, literacy and also make sure that they are equipped for the digital age that we, we are in.
2: But aren't we in danger of, of leaving the vast majority, in fact, of our population behind if, if one thinks about, I mean, there just is no access. I mean, first of all, data is so expensive. Secondly, there is no access to, to Wi-Fi or even, the, even the, the, the tools that one needs to use it. How on earth are we going to actually bridge this divide and make sure that all of our children can become part of the digital age?
1: I always believe that where there's a will, there is a way. Um, Mm. There is a lot of corporate South Africa that have got funding to make a difference. I know there are challenges. We can always start with books that are easy for us to put in people's hands, irrespective of where they are. But I think it's important because the world is continuously becoming a global village. We can't continue Mm -hmm. having this excuse to say we have no Wi-Fi, we have no this. If each one of us picks up something that they can do, we can make a difference even for that child in the rural village to make sure that they too can play a part in this global Mm -hmm. village now
2: digital challenge a little bit different. I mean, I'm even thinking of myself as an older woman. I mean, having to learn, especially during lockdown, how to do Zoom, how to to (laughs) use my computer fully. No, I promise you, Therese, sometimes it's really difficult. So what do you think the challenges are in terms of, of us becoming really a digital world in South Africa? I mean, apart from the things we spoke about, the absence of the tools and so on. Does yeah. it demand a different kind of teaching, a different kind of learning?
1: Yeah,
0: Miss Kumara. Before you respond to that, I'm sorry. Let me just quickly take an ad break before the system cuts you off. Let's take an ad break. Okay. We'll return. I'll just quickly recap the question on the challenges for South Africa in the digital space, and then you can give your response, please. SAFM leading the conversation. The viewpoint eight to ten p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On on SAFM. And just in case you're at home think I've been relegated from my seat, I'm very much <laughs> here. The question that was asked by Terry just before we took this break was the challenges to digital education, digital libraries and everything going digital pose unique challenges to South Africa because we know the great disparities in access, access to just about everything, not least in this context, to learning and similar resources. Your response to that, please, Ms. Kumal.
1: Yeah, so I I understand the challenges, and I know that they are, and I also do not believe that we should drop the books completely and just go digital um, because that's not going to – it's not going to happen because there are places that have no resources. Having said that, if I go back to the question about how do people actually familiarize themselves with whether it's Zoom or how to use the the tools that are available – uh, it, it's simple, you know, if we start them in, in primary, if we start with um, the basics, we'll be able actually to be develop them um, going forward. And it all starts with maybe adding some of these things into our curriculum, um, as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you think about it, Look at how many people have smartphones, irrespective of where they are. Yeah. Why is education, when we talk about education in digital libraries, suddenly it's becoming a problem? I think there is definitely the proof in the country. We have more uh, smartphones than we have the population, the number of people in the country. So it, it's definitely possible, and I think we should actually start uh, developing uh, educational learning tools for both the books as well as uh, mobile mm, phones mm, that mm, everybody mm. has because these children have got phones and it is possible.
2: Let me I have a follow-up to question
1: well to that Kumara, digital,
0: because, just um, a minute because this um, period the, has
1: become to the fore
2: the, 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 very much during the lockdown the, period where we see this huge separation between, you know, um, well-off or better-off young children that can access learning online mm-hmm. and those that are left because there's no access to their teachers for them.
1: That's true. Uh, so I agree with that. I, I, I also noticed that it's one of the things that I'm doing with iSchool Africa is mentoring some of the metrics um, that do not have access and, and giving them access to um, to the tools. I do not believe that all schools especially government schools, were actually ready uh, for uh, the tsunami that uh, the lockdowns caused. And, And I think we need to start rethinking and coming up with strategies that allow both the government schools and private schools to be able to access education remotely because this is what this lockdown has actually forced us to look at. Having said that, we don't have resources. I think the first step is to acknowledge where we have shortcomings, and collectively start working at it. Are there private schools that actually have tools that they now are re, um, whether it's um, restocking and bringing new um, computers that can actually help schools that don't? I think we just need to look, go back to Ubuntu. Uh, among other things. It's as simple as that because otherwise there is no way we are going to leave the whole population behind if we're not focusing on what's happening everywhere else.
0: Let's focus on the cycle-a-thon that's happening in a little over six weeks from now because it does speak to who you are, Ms. Kumalo, you clearly somebody who lives on the edge in the literal sense, Mount Kilimanjaro, (laughs) and I'm sure if you haven't already, you will soon be on the top of Mount Everest first of all fitness is always going to be good especially in october people chasing bodies that they've been neglecting for 10 months the summer bodies. You know? but the value of <laughs> having a cyclothon for the purpose of driving this initiative because it really does clearly speak to your passion
1: absolutely so the cyclothon is happening on the twenty-sixth of october and uh, we uh, got the challenge the current um the current uh, record is held by a team in the UK, and we're hoping to actually uh, take that over on our side by spinning for about eight hours in partnership with uh, Momentum Multiply. And uh, within those eight hours, raised about a million rands um, for charity, for um, literacy, to be specific. Um, I'm very excited because it's not just me and my friend Cindy Van Vake that are um, going to be spinning. We are inviting corporates to get involved, get a bike, and and join us. Let's make a difference. I, I know that you know there's many um, outdoor activities that have been cancelled, but this is something that um, Planet Fitness will actually put together for us. There's only limited um, bikes um, at in. A, a, we'll have it at a, a Planet Fitness in joburg in Pretoria, in Cape Town, and in Durban. Uh, and we'll be spinning for eight hours. And uh, we'll also obviously be monitoring um, the fact that everybody sticks to the bike. If they have to go off five minutes and five minutes back... Um, And uh, do this. I think it's it's very much possible and I'm excited to actually bring it um, home and get people out there. We are going to be observing social distancing, so it's not going to be in the gym, but outside, uh, making sure that everybody is safe when we do this.
0: I have a request, please, because I don't like you sure. speaking to us about something as important as this and then not be seen to be participating or supporting. I need three bytes for my two producers and myself. I'm putting myself on the line. We want to join. How do we do so? Answer me for my personal request and for that one who is sitting at home who wants to participate. How do we join? And could you indulge my request?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have to raise twenty-five thousand rand per bike for me, and definitely you have the bike, and and I'm sure that's very simple for you, right? <laughs> um, you for think. those that are at home, <laughs> for those that are at home and the corporates that would like to join, you go to www. dot org and um, the challenge is there or on my. Um, facebook page um at sarah and kumalo and uh you you can actually see it you put in your details and we'll be able to actually send you all the information that you need and keep you updated with any changes that may happen but uh yeah i'm very excited i'm hoping that more and more people join us because uh, as a collective like we said there are many schools that actually are struggling with this digital age and making sure that they're keeping up. These libraries will go to the uh, nine, nine provinces, to nine schools that currently do not have digital libraries, and you can make a difference by just spinning for eight hours.
0: I'm going to ask you to repeat the contact details, please, for those who are listening at home who want to participate in the cyclothon to raise books in line with World Literacy Day. This is happening on October 26 at Planet Fitness Centres between Johannesburg and Pretoria. The contact details to participate and to help raise funds are...
1: The contact details are my Facebook page, which is at Sarah, S A R A Y N Kumalo. You can also go onto um, www.ischoolafrica.org and all the information that is required will be there, but the link is on my social media pages that will take you to uh, the page. They are limited sets, we only have 40 bikes that uh, we would like to make available just to make sure that we are observing social distancing. But it's going to be fun and we are going to be able to break the record and bring it to Africa from the UK.
0: Absolutely, and I'm very sure Laseho and Kanye are looking forward to that, who are my producers, who will engage you offline in relation to how we as Team SAFM, specifically Team Viewpoint, can help raise what clearly is an important initiative. And with that, we will partner you up with a colleague of ours in the space who has been on this platform before. His name is Ndogo who goes around with the slogan No Rural Child to be Left Behind. And he's done many of the initiatives about which you will be doing on the 26th of October. For now, Ms. Kumano, thank you so much for your time.
1: Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Mama T, and have a good one. Thank you, Suray. You were inspiring. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Bye.
0: Mama T, Mama T, Mama T, as we look to wrap up the show, I do have one question, and this is not necessarily a question in relation to poking holes in the wonderful initiative that Ms. Kumalo is about to embark on, but I think equally the digital content that a program of this kind or initiative of this kind will produce, the content needs not to replicate a movement ultimately that will call for roads must fall because the content is not speaking to its consumer base, to the languages of the country, and to the experiences and to the relevant examples. We need content that is going to be in African languages in the context of access. We need content that is going to be predicated on what has happened. If we are talking about history, it should be African history more than it should be about the Cold War. If we are talking about heroes, surely there are more heroes than Madiba. There are community leaders who have done a lot for respect of communities. How then, in packaging digital content for the future, should we look first to aliven, if you will, or if that word even exists, local stories?
2: I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I was thinking along the same lines, that it demands a whole new curriculum, that it demands a whole new way of looking at education. And, you know, what's been so difficult for many of us, Um, the COVID could actually be providing a wonderful opportunity to rethink how we're going to educate the next generation of children and making it an African way of educating them.
0: Beautiful. You want to say goodbye to the listeners?
2: I would love to say thank you so much to all of you who listened. I realize how very difficult Song job is and um, i've just got my letter <laughs> of termination i've been fired but i've really enjoyed talking to you and thank you so much especially to all of you who phoned in or messaged in good night and there
0: are many who are doing that on the twitter page including random spectre eight right line has participated no has participated i'm just going down on my twitter feed andrew stegman has participated Kulekani Nisosibo has participated. I'm just going through names. SA Needs You has participated. Suckman has participated. Who else? Um, Supre Fius has participated. That very much sounds like Phineas, who's our technical producer. Moscow Bar has participated. Two more names. Come on. Babes were Petitions has participated. That quite African brother has participated. And Velefinimflonga has also participated. Thank you to everybody who has been part of this family this evening. Same time tomorrow, same place, 20 hours, SAFM Viewpoint. It's time now for the book reading
1: as well as the daily soapy. Good night.